that's with you. Let us pray. God of the wedding day, passion of joining and spirit of festival, take our hearts of stone and flood them with new wine that we might savor ordinary miracles given to sense and taste through Jesus Christ. Amen. On March 2nd, 1955, a 15-year-old girl named Claudette Colvin was riding the city bus home from school in downtown Montgomery, Alabama. She was seated two seats from the emergency exit in the bus's colored section. As the white section of the bus filled, the bus driver demanded that Claudette and the three others in her row get up and stand in the back of the bus so that white riders could have their seats. Now, Claudette was a member of the NAACP Youth Council. Just that day in school, she had written a school paper on the local custom that prevented black people from trying on clothes in stores. They had to trace parts of their body on to brown paper bag and let shopkeepers find their clothes for them. Claudette understood her legal rights. She refused to give up her seat. The bus stopped. The police came. She was arrested. Claudette's story ignited controversy all over Alabama. A group of leaders in the regional NAACP investigated the incident for the possibility of using it to ignite massive social change through concentrated civil disobedience. That group included a 25-year-old pastor who was new to his job at Dexter Avenue Baptist Church in Montgomery. He had arrived just months before. His young wife was pregnant. He was months away from receiving his doctorate in systematic theology from Boston University, the Reverend, soon-to-be doctor, Martin Luther King Jr., and other leaders decided that Claudette was not the right choice for a figurehead of protests. She was young, and by the time her case came to trial, she was an unwed mother-to-be not unlike another mother we read about this morning. Still, Claudette's arrest brought focus to a movement looking for direction. The same week that Claudette refused to give up her seat, in early March of 1955, on the other side of the country, St. Michael and All Angels Episcopal Church in Isla Vista, California, opened its chapel doors and held its first service. 
the mission church was called to serve a new campus of the Santa Barbara branch of the University of California. Because of the GI Bill, education was booming across the country, which transformed undeveloped land like Isla Vista from groves of eucalyptus and oak to boom towns. In that setting, a small band of people were called to make what they could to take basic resources that they had and make something extraordinary to turn water into wine. As St. Michael's found its way in this new landscape back in Montgomery, young Dr. King and his contemporaries honed their vision. They studied, planned, and prepared. In December of 42-year-old secretary of the NAACP named Rosa Parks refused to leave her seat. You know the rest. Dr. King led the Montgomery bus boycott. Both Rosa Parks and Dr. King became icons of the civil rights movement worldwide. The time for change had come. But just as we see in this gospel passage, timing can be hard to accept. The tension in this gospel passage is all about timing. Wine runs out, but Jesus says, it's not my time. We know that Dr. King had to face this question of timing constantly. Eight years after the bus boycott, during the Holy Week of 1963, Dr. King sat in a jail cell in Birmingham, Alabama, He was handed a newspaper that featured an open letter from eight prominent white liberal clergymen from Alabama claiming that the time was not right for King's nonviolent resistance. They called his actions unwise and untimely. King famously responded, For years now I have heard the word wait. This wait has almost always meant never. We must come to see with one of our distinguished jurists that justice too long delayed is justice denied. Both Jesus and Dr. King responded to the time, to the need before them. They responded with a vision others could not see, visions of abundance, Wine from water in huge quantities. Wine that was excellent. The abundance poured over. Likewise, it was Dr. King's vision of abundance that continues to transform history. His vision, his dream. His dream for a society with deeper relationship. King's dream was of a beloved community. That was his phrase. The beloved community was a global vision in which all people could participate in ending poverty, hunger, racism, militarism, and homelessness. Much like what Jesus calls the kingdom of heaven, the beloved community was an already not yet reality. It exists fully here and now for those who are willing to to participate, but there is so much more. After his incarceration in Birmingham, Dr. King grew more assured of his timeliness. He wrote an article in the New York Times magazine entitled, In a Word, Now. 
in that article, King quoted Victor Hugo, who said, progress is the mode of humanity. When progress is blocked, just as an obstacle in a river makes water foam, so an obstacle to progress makes humanity seethe. Humanity seethes when progress is impeded. Humanity seethed at the murder of George Floyd. It seethes whenever the simple statement Black Lives Matter is rejected rejected and belittled over and over again. The struggle for justice continues as humanity seethes in our country and wherever justice meets an obstacle. King and his followers were not without struggles. Rosa Parks was so harassed that she moved to Detroit. Claudette Colvin moved to the Bronx, where she still lives today. Dr. King faced repeated acts of violence. On September 30, 1956, King's house was bombed by segregationists in retaliation for the success of the Montgomery bus boycott. King was stabbed with an letter opener at a Harlem book signing on September 20th, 1958, and on April 4th, 1968, Dr. King was shot and killed at the Lorraine Motel in Memphis. Those acts of violence try to change the narrative. They try to convince us of scarcity, to inspire fear and limit our vision. They tell us to fear. They tell us now is not the time. Not now. Not with so much uncertainty, with a pandemic raging. You are too young, too old, too weak, too dumb. They try to tell you that you are not enough. But we know the abundance. We know the power of the stream. We know what is possible. From a Birmingham jail to the Lincoln Memorial to St. Michael's University Church, we have witnessed it. We have seen the water turn to wine. Amen. The mustard seed this week is to listen to Dr. King's sermon, The Drum Major Instinct. It's an incredible sermon. Listen to it all the way through. You won't be sorry. Little clips are good, but they are not as good as the entirety. It's a great masterpiece of preaching, and you'll love it. Check it out. As a bonus, uh, you can check out uh, I Have Been to the Mountaintop, a song that the St. Mike's Band recorded. You can find that on Spotify under my name, Scott Clausen, or you can find it on YouTube, uh, I Have Been to the Mountaintop, St. Michael's Band. Have a great week.
with trust and hope, we turn our hearts to God in prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good earth, and for the wisdom to live into our interdependence with all of God's creation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute. For prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God, the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For deliverance from all violence, oppression, and degradation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another as we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God of love, Hear the prayers of your people. We pray this week for the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his legacy, and for all those who struggle for justice. For all of these we pray. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. All that we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to your honor and glory. Amen. And now we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And give us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Peace to love and serve the Lord.